0: Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church. Today, I'm joined by Allison Ocone, our community care pastor, holding up her heart. Is that your second week in (laughs) a row you've done the
1: heart? Yes, I think it's my new my signature move now.
0: And today, we have Austin McFeely, who I feel like you have many titles that we could throw at you, but we'll say part of the Arbor family. You serve on the tech team. You have... A daughter who's a part of Arbor students your wife runs a refit here at the church there's so many things that you do and how people might know about you but you've been at Arbor since the plant right
2: yeah I was I came over with the initial plant for North Shore originally started helping in children's and on the events team I had no idea about this (laughs) and then Jeff stole me for the tech team so been there for a little over well, I guess since before COVID, it doesn't yeah. seem that long, but it has been. So,
0: yeah, I I think I met you through the tech team. I don't think I knew you as events or uh, children's at all. But yeah, so let's just unpack what we're doing here. Typically, on the follow up, we talk about uh, the message from last Sunday. Last Sunday, we didn't have a message because we closed the doors and said we're going to go out into the community and what North Shore calls Community Serve Day, correct? Correct. And you can explain it real fast, but it's essentially we are um, helping out schools in the area, right? Very simplified version of what we do.
2: Yeah, we are helping uh, mostly in the North Shore School District, but also a little bit in Lake Washington. And we're expand- the North Shore Community Church is expanding that every year as we grow. Um, this year was a little abnormal because we didn't have it last year. Um, but they've been doing it for over 10 years now, um, been helping out. They started out with one school, and now it's over 25 schools that they're helping out with wow. around 100 people on each campus. Yeah. Um, I want to say I haven't got the final numbers yet. We had 98 at my school. I lead Lockwood Elementary, which is the farthest west school in the North Shore School District, at least as far as elementaries go. Um, we had 98. Um, I have a friend who leaves leads Wooden, um, which I know we had a number of Arborites at, which was great. And he said they did an awesome job. Um, and they had 115, which Except is actually... For Jeff Shut
1: <laughs> up. 115. <Everyone. laughs> Go Wooden.
2: So, and that was their highest numbers that they've ever had wow. at that school. So. That's awesome.
1: Woohoo! And love that. We had
0: a small contingency at uh, Cottage Lake, right? As well, Darcy. Yeah, did you
1: hear any numbers out of I Cottage haven't heard Lake? Cottage Lake yeah.
2: yet. Uh, usually it takes a few days for them to yep. generate those and I haven't got that email yet, but um, yeah. I know that no school was underserved.
0: That's uh, awesome. So. Oh my that's gosh, great. that's
1: so great. Why was this abnormal compared to last, I know last year we had to not do it because of COVID, but how did that impact this year?
2: I think that it impacted, at least at my school, um, we actually had a few more people from the PTA and community this year than we have in the past, but we actually have, I wanna say less at my school, and I can't speak as a general from um, the church community, and North Shore is not the only church, obviously, besides Arbor. There's a Woodenville church I know, and it it, it goes out to a number of them. There's only like three or four that shut their doors, but they all um, talk about it and encourage their uh, congregation to go out and help. and I know that some of my uh, North Shore people were actually stolen by another, like they were signed up for my school, and because we had enough, oh. they got moved to some other schools that needed a few more people. Um, but this year was also different, I mean, mostly different because of COVID, um, the lack of knowing if we're going to be able to help out indoor with the teachers, which is usually a big portion yeah. of what we do. And we were. we found out the last week that we were able to help and that I kind of been planning on that the whole time. So um, I kind of had that already scheduled with some teachers to help them out. But it was just it was just interesting getting back into the flow. Um, the yard work was two years instead of one year. Oh
1: my gosh, that's such a good point. Yeah. I um, wondered, cause you said you were doing blackberry bushes I all was. morning long. Yeah, yeah
2: he, he came over to my school and was a big yeah. help there. Um, I could I sent out a crew along <laughs> the fence and they were just these blackberries that are usually only like a foot or two into the school yeah. were
1: oh, five. That <laughs> answers yeah. why it seemed yeah. like there was so much more yep. to do. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, And it, it's great to see how much we get done in four hours. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's like we, you know, it's like, we're going to take care of this. And then there's this huge pile at, at one o'clock in the afternoon of blackberry bushes <laughs> yeah. and bamboo shoots and yep. ivy that they've pulled out. And these huge piles of mulch and play chips mm-hmm. have been spread throughout the school. And I've gotten four different emails last night and this morning from teachers saying showed up on campus today and it looks amazing. So Aww. it's, yeah. hey.
0: really there was Aww. some instant gratification of some teachers that showed up late and getting to hear them say it looks amazing. Cause I mean, you show up, and I didn't get to see the whole school before we started. I just saw the front and where I was at. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, at 1 p.m., you got to see the fresh bark. You got to see, you know, we broomed everywhere, brushed everything off. And um, it was so cool to see teachers come in, and they have so much pride and joy in their school. But then to see it, like, taken care of, it was really cool. Um, Tell me about Wooden, Allison. I I was curious all morning because I'm like, okay, this is, I'm seeing what's happening here at Lockwood, but no idea the amount of people that showed up or what got done, what you guys were doing.
1: Right. So Wooden is Arbor's neighborhood little school. So we have, um, what we, what we feel is a special relationship with them. They probably are like Arbor who, (laughs) but we're like, oh my gosh, Wooden, there are people. So, um it was fun to plug people in over there. And we saw everyone from little three year olds, I think Greta Randall probably was the youngest serving that I saw. And then um, lots of kiddos sharpening pencils and doing mulch and, um, you know, kind of adding a little life to the party. (laughs) And then we had probably a couple dozen people um, pulling the weeds yeah. and re mulching, and I actually didn't walk through to see if anybody was in the classrooms. Oh yeah, it didn't dawn on me that that would be um, a possibility. But mostly, you know, there were people painting a USA map yep. on the asphalt, and um, I was doing play chips under the playground equipment so that. Anybody who falls won't get hurt. Mm -hmm. And then also we spent a lot of time in the food bank. Yeah. So there were basically, we walked in and there were bags and bags and bags of donations, which is awesome. Yeah. But they all have Hmm. to be sorted and put on the shelves and um, organized. So Correct me if I'm
0: wrong. That's kind of how our relationship with Wooden started, right? Was the food bank, which a year and a half ago, two years? Yeah, at the beginning of
1: COVID. So (laughs) we always refer to COVID as like last year, but Mm -hmm. now we're starting in like the second year. so. Um, yeah, we started with the food bank and we take donations here at Arbor, organize them, sort and box them. And then we bring them over for their, um, free and reduced lunch kids. So, um, yeah, we're entering our second school year doing that. And again, we feel super bonded to wooden, um, and to the food bank families there. Um, sometimes I think we forget there's like, regular families and, you know, like there's a bigger, uh, student body there than just our, our little favorite food bank families. But, um, we know nurse Deb and we (laughs) uh, know Maria and all the food bankers there and we just love them. So, yeah.
0: I think what was so cool was I had no idea until I think either yet, like last night or yesterday or this morning that a group went to Cottage Lake. And that was like, I think in my head, I was envisioning all of Arbor going to Wooden. And I'm glad it didn't work out that way, that there was people going to their local school. And I went to Lockwood mainly because I knew that's where Austin was going to yeah. be. But then I looked on a map and I'm like, it's actually the closest elementary to where I live. So it, it actually works out in the grand scheme of, of yeah, that's how of I them.
2: originally got hooked up with Lockwood. Yeah. I was actually living up in Everett at the time. And uh, I volu- I signed up, volunteered, and they said, you mind going here? And so I volunteered first year at Lockwood. The next year they needed a leader for Lockwood. And i said, sure. And I was still living in Everett. And then two or three years later, we were out looking at houses and found this house and then came to find out yeah. it was in the Lockwoods District And so it was kind of meant to be that we were, and I've been there since there and um, led it six years. We missed two years in there, Mm -hmm. one for COVID and then one year they were doing construction. So I've been there kind of nine years. Um, I needed the principal before my kids even were at school. (laughs) Although we're on to our third or fourth principal at this point. Yeah, Uh, we had a new principal and she came from another school in North Shore School District and she was super gung ho about things. She was honestly, she was the most hands-on principle yeah. i've had there which has been great because we got some stuff done that um we did the sensory path this painting mm-hmm. on the walkways for because the, they have a sensory uh, group at yep. at lockwood and these duck feed and bear claws yeah. that they can do so it's looks really cool and they're planning on adding more yeah. and just these ideas that come out that we can then share with the other schools in the mm-hmm. next years because it's been growing yeah. and some of these things that we get bounced around at the meetings that we start in March or April. Yep. Um, You know, it's always like, Oh, I'm done. And then I get, it feels like just a month later, I'm like, <laughs> you're up for leading
0: next year. And
2: it's hard for me to say no. And I still have a first grader there yep. now. So I think I'll be stuck there at least for a few more years.
0: For a few more
1: years. So. And then I am out. <laughs> I love the cottage lake group. They were um Darcy Hackeranian, her family is a Cottage Lake family, and so are Pete and C.J. Lawrence's kids. And then they've got a collection of other Arborites that attend there. So I love hearing from them that they were connecting not just with one another and the other families from that school, but I know C.J. had a chance to talk with the principal and, you know, encourage her. Because I think this year in particular – or correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, but it seems like the most stressful school year start ever. Because mm-hmm. last year, weren't most people online yeah, starting? Yeah, they
2: started online last year. Um, the year before, we kind of cut out as COVID came up, and they tried to figure it out on the fly, and it was everybody was all hands on deck. Totally. Last year, they started online, hoping that they could get to in-person at some point, and they did around... February or March eventually, but Mm -hmm. they knew they were starting online and all these teachers were having to transition to working from home. And like one of my kid's parent, or one of my kid's teacher's, had a newborn oh. and uh, like a three-year-old. And wow. every once in a while, the three-year-old would just run across the back. And <laughs> yeah,
1: and <laughs> that's just, real yeah. life. <laughs> and they're,
2: now they're coming back into their classrooms and trying to get things yeah. sorted because last year when they finally got back, they had to be six feet apart with these shields and everything. And now mm-hmm. they're able to you know, get things back to at least more closer to normal than it what has been.
1: Well, I, I have heard stories from some of our educators here at Arbor and then of course we have so many families here that are involved mm-hmm. with local schools and it just seems like the the beginning of this year is filled with um, already change and additional stress and I've been mindful of how we can support uh, the educators, you know, through this. Yeah. and community serve day was one really tangible way that we could like show up purposefully and practically to help carry their load but I'm also you know trying to think about how we can support the educators as well because this is just not an easy school year.
0: Yeah
2: no it's definitely not I mean I think you know with the recent surge it's making, you know, we're now back to mask, although I, I know in the elementary school, they were going to require them anyway, mm-hmm. um, even before the new mandates that just came out. But, um, you know, it, it it's hard to teach when you can't see their face. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that support, that mental support for the teachers and mm-hmm. everybody who's in that line and, you know, in the support stuff, um, the more we can, at least, even if it's just thoughts and prayers, you know, Mm. the support, mental support is a big piece for them.
1: I would love our Arbor families to be marked by kindness and patience and peace as they enter these schools, you know, knowing that the leaders there are stressed out and they're trying to do the best that they can. You know, I would love Arbor's families to be known as um, sources of of hope and blessing, yeah, you know, and and yet I know they're stressed out too, yeah, so
0: I mean, just I mean, just thinking about how educators and teachers are it can be a thankless job and it can be a very difficult job, and I just imagine if any of those teachers have students like I was as a kid, <laughs> just how much worse I probably would have been during covid and and how tough it is, and I think it was just so nice to be able to help out yesterday and see there was, I don't know at, at Wooden if you guys had a lot of teachers rolling through. And I'm not even sure who was a teacher, who was like an administrator or a, you know, I think we had the cust- custodian there at one yeah. point and But just to like, it's such a small part of our day. Like it was only four hours and just to be able to show up and help out and just see how much they were appreciative of what we were doing. And I mean, for me, I'm like, it's actually kind of fun to just check out mentally and just, chop blackberry bushes like i'm like this is actually i mean compared to what i do on a sunday like oh my gosh there's a live stream up are we are we all, are we on facebook and youtube compared to just like i don't even think anyone knows what's going on right now in terms of art
1: and being kind of anonymous too like yeah. i just kept Digging, you know, these playground (laughs) chips. Well, you
2: you can help me out with the planning and everything next year, and then you won't be (laughs) quite so mindless.
0: Well, you said to somebody, like, the the script was flipped yesterday because you had said that, like, I tell you what to do on a Sunday, (laughs) and now you're telling me what to do. Yeah, that that is one bonus. (laughs)
1: Well, and Jeff Stamler was doing that to Brian, too, over at Wooden. Jeff somehow was wearing – Jeff runs our media team here, right? So. I, I don't know if Brian usually bosses him around, but <laughs> Jeff somehow got a leadership t-shirt yesterday <laughs> and was co- totally commanding Brian around. Making <laughs> him awesome. do the worst jobs. <laughs> yeah, And come to find out, he wasn't really a leader. He no. just had the fancy t-shirt. Well, so- he probably
2: got it. Well, Dave, the leader at Wooden and Jeff are good friends. So. Yep.
1: Well, he was an imposter. And yeah. he was loving it. <laughs> he so. probably did that
2: pretty well, I imagine. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it turned out fair play, man. I, I, I think it was kind of fun.
2: You mentioned about the, you know, custodian being yep. there and everything and we were able to help the one out at Lockwood. Yeah. Um, but I mean, average around 100 people at each school. Yeah. times 4 hours. Yep. Granted, you know, some people didn't stay the whole yep. time, but say 400 man hours. Yep. That's 10 full work weeks. Yep. Wow. That we can get done in one morning for these teachers and Mm -hmm. custodians and principals that they have to would have to do on top of their normal yeah stuff so it's It's a huge impact yeah it makes a big impact especially all at once like that for them yeah
0: i did invoice them for my hours so i'm hoping (laughs) to get some sort of compensation back but
2: you didn't take any granola bars at the end of the day
0: no because i knew they would take it out (laughs) so (laughs) i brought my own water and coffee just to eliminate that step. Um, I I do want to talk about the the why. And we can probably talk about how it got started and how you got involved in it. But obviously, it's to help out schools, right? Help out teachers, anybody that's in the education um, field. But I guess, you know, Austin, kind of give us the elevator pitch of why. Like if, if I was someone who had never been to a community survey day or anything like that, why should I do this versus you know, come to church on a Sunday or X, Y, or Z, you know?
2: Well, I mean, it's, I think Allison touched on it earlier. It's making that local impact, Mm -hmm. um, make, you know, using our platform to make an impact, a meaningful impact in the lives of everyone who comes to that school, who is involved with that school, um, to show that we're not just a Mm -hmm. church building, that the church is out in the community and to live out, you know, the message to help the least, the you know, the hurting, because um, there's there's plenty of people at those schools that we don't know about that you know, coming to a beautiful school just lifts their spirits enough that it helps. Um, you know, you don't think about it in our area that there's those people who struggle on a daily basis. I mean, the the food bank's been a great blessing for a lot of people. I know, and it's not something that I necessarily think about on a daily basis because we live in a pretty affluent place. But it's something that we can do—giving of our time—to um, help the community and to show that we care. So,
0: I—I I think about the last couple months. We've talked about what we, as a church and as a leadership, want to move towards. And I think in the past, Arbor has been. Bless financially that we could do such cool things with our technology, with our the way that we focus so much time, and energy on you know creative arts and graphics, and I think that's one of the things that when I started interviewing here at Arbor, I was like, wow, this is a small church, but they do things really, really well from a production standpoint. And our whole focus, as we've been talking, is I think Allison, you came up with the tagline, you know, little church, big impact. And one of the things that we have even thrown around as a staff is kind of drawing that map of our church and saying this one mile radius, we're going to make a big impact. And when you had came to me and talked, I don't even know how long ago it was, but you had mentioned community serve day was something we'd done in the past. I was like, boom, right there. <laughs> this is what we want to do moving forward is not, you know, we still want to do Sunday morning church and do things well, but our impact or our, our focus has shift from how do we do the cool things to, okay, let's do the things that need to be done, right, and serve the community?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I came to you and just hoping that we could get in on an announcement, and then <laughs> I hear a few weeks ago that we're shutting down and we're getting out there, and that I was yep. blown away, and it's it's amazing what we were able to do yep. um, with those type of things, and I'm so grateful for the church in that yeah. regard and, you know, the, all the help that we were able to provide. Yeah. So that was amazing.
0: I, I loved it because it's, I think that, people at Arbor are noticing a shift in how we're doing things, but also me as a staff member, like you had talked to me, I had kind of thrown it to Allison, I was like, it's a short notice, let's see what happens, and then I was driving, I was on vacation, I was driving to Coeur d'Alene, and I get a text from Allison, and she's like, so we're canceling church, we're doing community serve day, and then I think I texted you and said, have you told Austin yet?
1: (laughs) And, and I let you do it, didn't I? I, I, was, like, I was like, I was like, alive. I want,
0: I want him to be surprised on Sunday morning when he hears about it, and that's what happened. Yeah, right? exactly <laughs> what
2: happened. I showed up on Sunday, and they're like, "Well, we're going to put it in the announcement. I'm like, "Awesome!" And like, yeah. we're shutting down on that Sunday. I'm like, "What?" Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's a few times that I have really super appreciated being a little church. Yeah, and some of that nimbleness and mm-hmm. like yeah. agility has been really um refreshing because i feel like uh i i'm used to big church right and yeah. i'm used to like check checklists and buy-offs or yeah you know you have to get buy-ins from different people and of course that's here true as yeah. well but there's fewer exactly <laughs> so yeah fewer things on the checklist so we're able to do i think we're able to do some things um more freely yeah and um not impulsively, because it's still intentional, but... But
0: faithful decisions.
1: Yeah, it's... it's Able to
0: pivot. Yeah. Pivoting, yeah. yeah.
1: It's just that little... Um, I don't know. We have agility. So
0: I mean, the old school thinking is like, you don't shut down on Sunday, right? Right. And if we want to really peel back the curtain and look at it black and white, that is a Sunday where you've essentially closed the offering box, right? Because people right. can't come in and give. Right. And that's not a decision that you make lightly mm-hmm. when you're in a financial, any sort of financial realm, you're like, okay, that's a mm-hmm. opportunity for us to have some income. And we were like, sure, that matters to us, but it's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. The most important thing is going out and serving. Mm-hmm. And if we have to close our offering box for Sunday, so be it, you know?
2: Yeah, that was a big choice at North Shore a, a number of years ago. They yeah. started it on Saturday yep. and they felt that the way to actually grow it and make that impact a little bit better was to switch it to Sunday and shut down church. Cause they weren't mm-hmm. shutting down this church on that weekend because they were on Saturday yeah. and you know, it, it did, it, it grew it quite a bit that one year and it's been growing still since then, but not yeah. quite that explosion that they had. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is a big choice to, you know, say, and, and it's, I think a great choice yeah. in reaching out to the community and saying, you know, we aren't just a building yeah. we live it out Yeah, and that's just uh, one of the amazing things yeah. about what we can do. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Well, I feel like after COVID I appreciate everything twice as much because <laughs> we weren't able to really do as much last year. And so this year when we do make choices for things, it feels twice as awesome or twice as impactful. And, um, you know, I think about all the mission trips people don't go on anymore because of travel restrictions Mm -hmm. or whatnot. And yesterday loading playground chips over (laughs) and over (laughs) into the wheelbarrow reminded me of mission trips where you're kind of going out and you're serving and you're doing a different kind of work. And it felt felt good to use that muscle again. And it's kind of in lieu of Fancy mission, or not fancy mission (laughs) trips, but other kinds of serving opportunities.
0: I had the same, it's funny you mentioned that. I had the same exact feeling because there was a guy who was serving alongside and he's like, man, this is some tough work. And it took me back to as a kid going to Mexico and building houses. And I'm like, you know what? It's not 110 degrees outside. I've it, got a there's, flushing toilet. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's overcast.
2: We did get lucky this year. Yeah. We've done the 100, yeah. 110 in the past. Yeah, and but it's, yeah. A lot more water gets drunk on those days. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: But I mean, just, I think the, the nice thing, oh, even at Community Serve Day, right? You serve at 110 and then you go home. And like in Mexico, it was like, all right, I'm going back to my hot tent tonight. (laughs) And there's no shower. And there's no shower. And there's, I'm using a porta potty. So that's right.
1: (laughs) Right. I know. And then somehow we did it. Right. Yeah. It's like God sustains you through it. So it's a great community serve day is a great Mm. um, stepping stone for people to do probably bigger work or harder work. It's a good, a good beginning place. Exactly, Super yeah.
2: short-term mission trips. Super <laughs>
1: short-term. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I know. I'm already. I'm excited for next year. I hope we yeah. can do this again and One do thing it even a, more. A
2: suggestion bigger. is we should get shirts for Arbor shirts. Yeah, I did see
0: a lot of North
1: Shore people with
0: with. Uh, and there's
2: the Woodenville congregation yeah. had their own shirt too, yeah. and so we can have it out there. And oh, it yeah. also, you know, it shows it to the the staff and to the the parents who just came in through that it it's, you know, we're doing this for a reason. Yeah. So
0: it's a great suggestion.
1: And if you'd like to underwrite those (laughs) shirts, we warmly, we warmly invite you to underwrite those. You have a
0: graphic tea press and you (laughs) want to, you want to volunteer that to the church. Keep us in mind. Exactly. (laughs) There we go. Um, Okay. So we talked about the why we're actually getting close on time. So I guess we'll just throw it around. Do you have any fun fun, funny, or cool stories from your time at Wooden? Obviously, you got to watch Jeff Boss Brian around, so that 's a, a laugh already but, <laughs> <laughs> but also was... wait tell us tell us about the food bank as well because that's something I didn 't realize until yeah. today that you had a team from Arbor kind of go to the the food bank, which was cool because it helped out both sides of it, right? The food bank and the school.
1: One thing that's awesome this last year is we have um, adopted Maria Cisneros into our Arbor family. And she is the family liaison for North Shore School District. And we met her through the food bank. So on the side, she kind of tipped me off like, hey, on community serve day, the food bank could really use some Uh, love and attention. And she ran it through her principal and everything. So we weren't like, you know, Hijacking. being too sketchy or anything. But yeah, so we went in there and it it's kind of just a closet this year. So it's very different. And there were old donations in there just piled high. So Amanda and I went through that. Um, and then meanwhile, here at Arbor, we had a couple of people getting our own food bank back up to snuff. Yeah. So yeah, it was... It was awesome, awesome. And we That's were indoors. Awesome. And- yeah warm and toasty, (laughs) so no complaints there. So no, I just, I enjoyed working with like the guy who was on wheelbarrow duty with me was some parent from Wooden and it was so refreshing. I didn't even tell him I was from Arbor or anything, although I had all the merch going. I had the (laughs) sweatshirt and the, you know, student t-shirt and the hat. I felt
0: bad because Jillian was wearing an Arbor hat and I was wearing my Nike hat and I was like, darn it. I missed an opportunity to wear my arbor. Man, hat. Yeah,
1: what? <laughs> so? I try
0: and be a walking billboard for arbor, yeah. but sometimes I just forget. So,
1: <laughs> well, unless you're doing bad work, then it's okay to like go well, that incognito. Was
0: yeah, I brought a lawn chair, and I was just gonna drink lemonade and just tell Austin how be he the was lazy getting. guy yeah.
1: over <laughs> <Yeah>. on <from laughs> side.
0: Guys, I think you miss these blackberry bushes. I can still
1: miss the spot.
0: But the f- funny part for me was. Um, I was wearing another like Carhartt shirt yesterday when I was working. I had this little pocket. When I got home and I took my uh, shirt off, blackberries just fell out of the pocket. <laughs> and my like my Nike like shoes that I was wearing yesterday looked at the bottom and it was just stained purple from all the blackberries I had stepped on. It was, it was pretty funny. Like I looked everywhere. and I'm like, man, there's just blackberry stains all over my stuff, and it's. It was a lot of fun and it was hard work, but it was just so funny to see blackberries literally everywhere.
1: Well, yeah. it was funny that we had a staff work day the day or two days prior oh, yeah. to community serve day. We had a staff work day here. Spring cleaning and yeah, late spring, summer. Spring cleaning. And that was, you know, I mean, fortunately we didn't lose anybody, um, but Cliff would have been like, possibly the most at risk. Yeah. Because we put him up on top in the orchard closet yeah. on like the third level and yep. he was his job was to pass all the lumber down yep. to you and Brian and then we carried that down yeah. the stairs. So anyhow, we we've been working hard.
0: Yeah. Look out for an Arbor garage sale or at least Facebook market listings cuz we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff and we don't have room for all the stuff that we have. So we need to yep. We need to get rid of some stuff, and if you guys want to buy it, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, it'll serve a couple purposes. We got a mini (laughs) fridge.
0: I'll I'll read a couple of the hot ticket items. No, I think Cliff took
1: the mini fridge into his office. Yes, he totally did. This is what
0: happens. Anytime you try and cleanse (laughs) your storage area, people are like, they look at it all out on the open. I could use that. Yeah, and they're like, do we need to get rid of it? I've wanted cool drinks in my office. I heard
2: Cliff used to be an auctioneer.
0: He has, yep. We didn't get him to do it. We wanted him to do it on that cleaning day. We're like, can you give us just like a little sample? I'm just saying you set
2: up one after Sunday and get rid of all this stuff that way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that like we were talking, Allison and I were talking about this because I'm the get rid of everything. Like I don't want it anymore. Just get it out of here. And Allison's the smart, responsible one who's like,
1: or the slash hoarder, I don't know. I like the
0: smart, like the responsible one. We that can, feels, we feels can more friendly. Paint it good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a complete hoarder. I'm like, we might need those. But that's true. We might yeah. need those. You're going to be looking em. at me
0: in two years. We have to buy like 50 different things because I'm like, get rid of it. We don't need it. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. And um, oh, I I lost where I was going with that. This is the second time it's happened <laughs> to me today, Allison. I'm getting old. But... um. <laughs> Let's wrap a bow on community serve day and send us out Um, next year. Are you guys planning on adding any more schools?
2: I mean, every elementary school in the North shore school district is currently being served. They are as people come on into the Lake Washington and they have added a couple of the middle schools, at least for outdoor projects. So I think that's where things would be added, but we can always use more. We can always do more bigger projects um, at the different schools. So, You know, if you live in the North Shore School District, I recommend going to your local one. Yeah. Um, And if not, Wooden. I run Lockwood. We have people at Cottage Lake. Yep. Or just pick one that you feel you want to serve at.
0: And and it truly is. I I wasn't ready for what I was walking into. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, like, Grueling, just like we're tilling the earth, That's kind next of a year. deal. That's <laughs> or, next year, or if it was like we're gonna we're gonna dust the top of bookshelves. And the cool well, thing was, is there was things for everybody. So there, there no was.
2: I mean, yeah. I think my favorite, if I can do a quick story, was yeah. a few years ago before COVID, we had a teacher that got transferred like the Friday before Community oh, Service wow. Day, and so Community Service Day she showed up at the school she was at with a U-Haul. They packed her entire classroom up. They drove and ended it. She was wow. transferred to Lockwood. We got her whole classroom essentially set up oh, on that's community awesome. serve day. That's so great. One day she was moved from one school to the other. I mean, it was, yeah. it was, and it, we didn't even know. Like yeah. she didn't know till Friday yep. and it was, and we, you know, it was just one of those things, the stories that it just worked out so well for everybody.
0: Yeah. So That's awesome. And that that's one of the things I wanted to mention was there's, if, I saw a lot of kids there. saw a lot of families. I saw people of all age ranges. So if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't know if I can do the... We had a lady on crutches helping yeah, out exactly. in the classroom. Yeah. There is options and everybody can serve. There's a spot for everybody. Yeah. Um, you don't have to trim blackberry bushes. I think Austin will keep me on that. Just the stuff people don't want to do. I might
2: just have you hauling rocks next year. <laughs> so.
1: Just picking I'll be up. over at Cottage Lake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to work for you then. <laughs> so Yeah, so- just so- Hayden.
0: Yeah, just me. Oh, okay, good. Me and Brian, and then Jeff and Austin will tell us what to do. <laughs> we'll just go home in pain and be tired. But yeah, let's. Uh, awesome. Next year, let's all get involved. It was a great showing this yeah. year from our community, and we'd love to continue to do it and and have uh, have it be kind of like the mm-hmm. the day on the calendar people are looking forward to. Like, cool, we get to go help yeah. out Wooden and Lockwood and Cottage Lake and. Whatever school is near yeah, you. For sure. So
1: yeah.
0: Austin, thank you for taking time out of your your work day to come chat with us. It was fun.
1: It was fun having yeah, you.
2: Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah.
0: And uh, thank you guys for listening or watching and we will hear from you guys next week.